Welcome to the podcast all about music, where we will provide the best offerings about the world of music around the world. In the 244th episode this time we will discuss about musical knowledge, about history and everything about the sitar musical instrument, where this one musical instrument is very common for people in the world in creating a musicality. Next we will explain more about the sitar musical instrument. So instead of that, stay tuned with us in this episode. The sitar, English, stir or stir, sitara Punjabi, sitara sitara pronounced star is a plucked stringed instrument originating from the Indian subcontinent. Used in Hindustani classical music, the instrument was invented in medieval India and flourished in the 16th and 17th centuries and arrived in its present form in 18th century India. Used widely throughout the Indian subcontinent, the sitar became popularly known in the wider world through the works of Ravi Shankar, beginning in the late 1950s and early 1960s. In the 1960s, a short-lived trend arose for the use of the sitar in Western popular music, with the instrument appearing on tracks by bands such as The Beatles, The Doors, The Rolling Stones, Metallica and others. Veena is the precursor of sitar. Sitar is said to have been invented, or rather developed from the Veena by Amir Khusro, a famous Sufi inventor, poet and pioneer of Kyle, Tarana and Kuali. During the 13th century, the name sitar originates from the Persian se plus tar, literally meaning three strings. However, this music instrument can have up to 21 strings. A sitar can have 18, 19, 20, or 21 strings. Six or seven of these are played strings which run over curved raised frets and the remainder are sympathetic strings tarp also known as tariff or tariftar, which run underneath the frets and resonate in sympathy with the played strings. These strings are generally used to set the mood of a raga at the very beginning of a presentation. The frets, which are known as pardar that are movable, allowing fine tuning. The played strings run to tuning pegs on or near the head of the instrument, while the sympathetic strings, which are a variety of different lengths, pass through small holes in the fretboard to engage with the smaller tuning pegs that run down the instrument's neck. The instrument has two bridges. The large bridge Badagora for the playing and drone strings and the small bridge Jodagora for the sympathetic strings. Its timbre results from the way the strings interact with a wide sloping bridge. As a string reverberates its length changes slightly as its edge touches the bridge promoting the creation of overtones and giving the sound its distinctive tone. The maintenance of this specific tone by shaping the bridge is called jawari. Many musicians rely on instrument makers to adjust this. Materials used in construction include teak wood or ton wood, cedrella tuna, which is a variation of mahogany for the neck and faceplate tabli, and calabash gourds for the resonating chambers. The instrument's bridges are made of deer horn, ebony, or very occasionally from camel bone. Synthetic material is now common as well. There are two popular modern styles of sitar offered in a variety of sub-styles and decorative patterns. 
The two popular styles are the full decorated instrumental style sitars, sometimes called Ravi Shankar style sitars, and the Gayaki style sitars. The other type of sitar, the instrumental style, is most often made of seasoned tune wood but sometimes made of Burma teak. It is often fitted with a second resonator, a small tomba, pumpkin or pumpkin-like wood replica, on the neck. This style is usually fully decorated, with floral or grape carvings and celluloid inlays with colors, often brown or red, and black floral or arabesque patterns. It typically has 13 sympathetic strings. It is said that the best Burma teak sitars are made from teak that has been seasoned for generations. Therefore, instrument builders look for old Burma teak that was used in old colonial-style villas as whole trunk columns for their special sitar constructions. The sources of very old seasoned wood are a highly guarded trade secret and sometimes a mystery. There are various additional sub-styles and cross-mixes of styles and sitars. According to customer preferences, most importantly, there are some differences in preferences for the positioning of sympathetic tariff string pegs. See photo. Amongst all sitar styles, there are student styles, beginner models, semi-pro styles, pro models, master models, and so on. Prices are often determined by the manufacturer's name and not by looks alone or materials used. Some sitars by certain manufacturers fetch very high collectible prices. Most notable are older Ricky Ram Delhi and older here in Roy Kolkata sitars depending upon which master built the instrument. Tuning depends on the sitarist's school or style, tradition and each artist's personal preference. The main playing string is almost invariably tuned at perfect fourth above the tonic. The second string being tuned to the tonic. The tonic in the Indian solfage system is referred to as saja, sadaj, or the shortened form sa or karish, a dialectal variant of sadaj, not as vod. And the perfect fifth to which one or more of the drone strings are tuned is referred to as pankam, not samvad. The last three in the upper octave. The player should retune for each raga. Strings are tuned by tuning pegs and the main playing strings can be fine-tuned by sliding a bead threaded on each string just below. In one or more of the more common tunings used by Ravi Shankar among others called Karash Pancham sitar, the playable strings are strung in this fashion. There is a lot of stylistic variance within these tunings unlike most Indian stringed instruments there is no default tuning. Mostly, tunings vary by schools of teaching Garana and the piece that is meant to be played. The instrument is balanced between the player's left foot and right knee. The hands move freely without having to carry any of the instrument's weight. The player plucks the string using a metallic picker plectrum called a misrob. The thumb stays anchored on the top of the fretboard just above the main gourd. Generally, only the index and middle fingers are used for fingering although a few players occasionally use the third. A specialized technique called Abin involves pulling the main melody's string down over the bottom portion of the sitar's curved frets, with which the sitarist can achieve a 7 semitone range of microtonal notes. However, because of the sitar's movable frets, sometimes a fret may be set to a microtone already. 
and no bending would be required. Adept players bring in charisma through the use of special techniques like Khan, Grinton, Murki, Zamzama, etc. They also use special Mizrab Boles, as in Mizrabani and create Chandes even in odd-numbered Tales like Jumra. In the late 1950s and early 1960s Ravi Shankar, along with his tabla player Ala Raka, began a further introduction of Indian classical music to Western culture. The sitar saw use in Western popular music when, guided by David Crosby's championing of Shankar, George Harrison played it on the Beatles' songs Norwegian Wood, This Bird Has Flown, Love You to And, Within You, Without You, recorded between 1965 and 1967. The Beatles' association with the instrument helped popularize Indian classical music among Western youth. Particularly once Harrison began receiving tutelage from Shankar in the latter's protege Shambhu Das in 1966. That same year, Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones used a sitar on Painted Black and would use it on later Stones tracks such as 1968 Street Fighting Man, while another English guitarist Dave Mason played it on Traffic's 1967 hits Paper Sun and Hole in My Shoe. These and other examples marked a trend of featuring the instrument in pop songs which Shankar later described as the Great Sitar Explosion. Speaking to KRLA Beat in July 1967, he said, Many people, especially young people, have started listening to sitar since George Harrison, one of the Beatles, became my disciple. It is now that in thing, before any of these examples. However, the King's 1965 single, See My Friends, featured a low-tuned drone guitar that was widely mistaken to be a sitar. Crosby's band, The Birds, had similarly incorporated elements of Indian music using only Western instrumentation on their songs Eight Miles High and White in 1965. Led Zeppelin's Jimmy Page talked about his love of Indian music, saying, I went to India after I came back from a tour with the Yardbirds in the late 60s just so I could hear the music firsthand. Let's put it this way, I had a sitar before George Harrison got his. I wouldn't say I played it as well as he did, though. The East Indian scales used on the track Friends Led Zepp 3 Kashmir Physical Graffiti are considered by whom fine examples of the influence of the sitar in rock music. The Doors extensively used Indian and Near Eastern scales in their psychedelic soundscapes. Robbie Krieger's guitar part on the end was heavily influenced by Indian ragas and features melodic and rhythmic qualities that suggest a sitar or vena. Fleetwood Mac's Gold Dust Woman features the instrument, as well. Many pop performances actually involve the electric sitar, a solid-body guitar-like instrument quite different from the traditional acoustic Indian instrument. Denny Diaz played the electric sitar on Do It Again, Steely Dan Song. The opening track of Steely Dan's Can't Buy a Thrill album progressive metal band The Heart Machine uses sitar in the background of some of their songs. Psychedelic music bands often use new recording techniques and effects and drew on non-Western sources such as the ragas and drones of Indian music. The electric prunes appeared in early ads for the Vox Wah Wah pedal, which touted the effect's ability to make an electric guitar sound like a sitar. Today it is the most popular instrument in northern India, Pakistan and Bangladesh and is a symbol of their music and culture.
That's a summary that, that we can give about the sitar musical instrument. We apologize if there are deficiencies or mistakes in the words we speak. Don't forget to follow and share with your friends if we are here. Thank you and see you in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.